Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm not just a therapist and coach. I'm also someone going through his own journey, learning about life and love and what it means to be a human being. And I love to create a dialogue that's unrehearsed, casual over clinical, because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Okay, before we talk about sex, and by we I mean me, I want to tell you about my new favorite thing to do, and that is texting you. I've become obsessed with this. Um, and if and if you haven't been getting my text, then you can. It's really simple. Just text the number five five two two two, and uh, keyword all caps angry, and you will be automatically subscribed. Uh, this is only for the U.S. I am working on um, the international texting thing. It's just it's so expensive to text, right? So anyway, um, sorry, I don't want to. I'm not whining. I, I, I I'm not complaining about it. I uh, I want you to trust me with your number because there will never be any spam. I promise. I also am going to put a lot of effort into this, so I'm going to make it like a program. Like every Monday, I'm going to text you. Uh, the week's challenge, and then you know Tuesday maybe a um, reminder or a mindset, and then Wednesday I'm going to text you um, in a, a video that only the people with the link that I text can watch, right? So it'll be like an exclusive video, short form, maybe three minutes or so, and then um, I don't know maybe Thursday a relationship tip, but I want to um, I want to be in your phone and I've been getting a lot of emails and, and DMs about how helpful this has been. So it gets me really excited. Uh, just another way to um, help people, right? So that's that. Now let's talk about sex. The first thing I want to mention or the category I want to talk about is toys. And I'm speaking mostly to men because um, I think that a lot of men – don't bring toys into the room because they feel um, like if they have to bring a toy or use a toy on their partner um, or together, then they're less of a man. And so it's it, it's an interesting conversation because I um, I think a lot of um, women, well, and men too, are having um, Get, are, are getting ripped off from their sexual experiences because of one's insecurity, right? And so, um, I, I I actually, you know, I, I fall into the same boat. Like, I, you know, growing up, I thought, you know, twenties and thirties, like uh, maybe early thirties, I always thought, like, yeah, I'm never going to bring a toy into the room. I'm never going to use a, a a vibrator on on my um, partner because you know I should be able to satisfy her myself. Now, once I you know, turned, um, I don't, the, I guess the corner, you could say <laughs> emotionally, once I grew up, um, I was in, you know, it wasn't until my, I guess my mid, no, like mid to late thirties that I even played, like experimented with that. And that was, uh, because, uh, an ex-girlfriend was open to it and it totally changed that experience. And I just want to encourage you guys to, um, if it's if both of you guys are into it, to be open to using it, and I think it also helps um, because it allows uh, the woman to make it about her. You know, what I'm saying I think we live in a world where um, women are or have been programmed, uh, especially because of things like porn, to uh, please the man and uh, you know to to. Um, take care of him or you know all of that stuff um and i think 
sometimes bringing a toy into the room can make it about the woman, right? And I think that men, if you are secure enough, then you will experiment and play, right? Now, I'm not saying to like every single time you guys are intimate, you're bringing, you know, a collection of toys and things you have to plug in. I'm not saying that, but they could be amazing tools. And if you're thinking, well, it's not natural, sex should be natural. Okay, well, is your phone natural? Is, you know, the way that we meet people and swiping on faces natural? No, they're all tools. So toys can be tools. Um, and it can be something that will help you connect to your partner. So anyway, want to encourage toys. Also, on the subject of toys and insecurities, um, let's talk about dick pills. So um, if you are a guy and you are, you know, not in your 20s anymore and not in your 30s, but maybe you're maybe uh, mid 30s, I don't know, late 40s, um, it's going to take more than the win to get it up, right? And there's nothing wrong with um, taking pills once in a while, right? And here's the thing. Um, you don't have to take the whole fucking pill. Just You could chop that shit into four pieces, like – and just use it once in a while. It doesn't. And then, I mean, what's important is that you don't attach uh, your worth or or your um, quote unquote manhood to this pill, right? Take the power back, and again, use it as a tool. Now, there's no difference between um, taking uh, a quarter of a of a Viagra pill. Um, there's no difference between taking that and, a, and protein powder or creatine or other things that, you know, other supplements that we take and that we are not, you know, hiding behind or feeling uh, less of a man because we're taking those things, right? So it's okay. Like I, I, um, I am 46 and um, I, I never used to take pills. And then, of course, in my, I think in my 20s, you know, guys take, Take them just because they want to see what it's like, right? Because they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, you, you could have a, a, an erection for three hours. Oh, my gosh, I got to try this. So um, a lot of guys take them before they should be taking them, right? They, <laughs> they, they abuse them, and they, um, they want to put a, a little cape on their little man, and then, and then that's, that's short-lived. But um, – and I don't think – that's kind of – to me, that's kind of silly. But when you actually kind of need them, you know, when you're in your late 30s, early 40s, it, it's totally okay. It doesn't mean that you're getting old. It doesn't mean that um, uh, you're 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 less of a man or defective. It means you're investing in your intimacy. You know, um, imagine like when you're bench pressing, you're still doing the ten reps, but you may need someone to spot you or to uh, help you lift the the weight up on your first <laughs> your first rep, and that's totally okay, right? It doesn't take away from the workout. So, dick pills are okay. Cut that. Th- you don't have to take. I don't take whole pills. I, I I cut cut them into like four little pieces, and once in a while, um, and by once in a while, you know, maybe once a week or something, I will take just like a quarter of one, um, and it's it helps me, and it's it's all good. Um, I don't tie that to my worth. Okay, now let's talk about mindfulness with sex. I think that. Because of our society, world, uh, I don't know, the, the, whatever whatever you fed your brain on, on your definitions of sex and what sex should look like, we have um, gotten away from being mindful. So use sex as an exercise to practice mind- mindfulness, and that means being super present, right? You're not 
Well, hopefully you're not thinking about taxes and work and groceries and all that when you're having sex. Well, the truth is, and it's sad, a lot of people are, right? And 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 I think especially women they check out, and that's because they're not enjoying sex or intimacy, right? So do I say right too much? I think I say right too much. I gotta stop saying right. Um, mindfulness, be present, use all your senses. So think about it: touch, uh, sight. Uh, taste, um, right? It's not just about getting off, right? It's and, and also, um, it sex isn't isn't sex starts when you wake up, and so what I mean by that is flirtation and 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 texting and um, love notes and kisses and you know this the foreplay, right? For foreplay isn't doesn't just start in the bedroom. It starts when you wake up. It's you know eye contact and all of that, right? Showing love, connecting, and so when you end up in the bedroom. Um, it's just the, the ripple, it's the, um, it's a rollover minutes from all the flirting that you've been doing all day, um, and practice mindfulness. And I think that when you do practice mindfulness, you can hit flow states in sex and, and sex can be amazing. And it's not just about feeling good, but it's about, um, connecting with your partner on just, you know, different levels. So using sex as mindfulness, I think, um, we are so we live in a world where everything's fast. Um, some of you may need to schedule sex, and and uh, because of kids or whatever, and that that experience can can be very mechanical, right? So um, reboot your sex life by practicing mindfulness. And this is the last piece I want to talk about. Um, when you do practice mindfulness, communicate it. Like, don't keep it a secret, right? It's not like one, I said right again, it's not just one person saying to to his or herself that I'm going to be mindful. And then you don't communicate that and you expect your partner to be and your partner's not mindful, your partner's distant or not connected, and then you get mad. So community, and this is me leading to my last piece, communication. It's all about communication. We need to talk about sex more. We need to talk about what we like, what we don't like, uh, I think because of society and uh, the way that we grow up with um, lack of education sexually and, uh, you know, like I, like I mentioned, porn and all the other things that um, give us definitions of sex. I think especially women don't communicate what they want. Instead, they're used to um, performing or um, making their um, partner happy. And so – you got to communicate and use it as an exercise to um, not only express yourself, but to give yourself what you deserve, you know, communicate your, your, your wants, your desire, what turns you on, what turns you off. If you don't want to say something, if you don't want to do something, communicate that. Don't force yourself to do it and have anger and resentment because of it. So communication is everything. Talk about the experience talk about it afterwards you know i'm not saying you have to have like some weird awkward evaluation but talk about what you like what you don't like what feels good how um that experience made you feel and you know um i think it's a, it's a great doorway into uh connecting right because it's like we're so used to talking about – we could talk about a movie that we saw or something, a passion that we have in common for hours, and we could talk about food and if you're a foodie and talk about all these things. But we don't ever talk about our sexual experience. You know, We always keep that in the bedroom and to ourselves, and that needs to stop.
All right. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please share it and um, use toys. Dig pills are okay. Be mindful in the bedroom and communicate. Hey, two things. One, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. And two, if you find any of this dialogue helpful, please share it with someone who you believe it can help as well. The whole point of this is to create a conversation that can help others. And also, if you want me in your phone, I am now sending texts once a week to people. All you have to do is text the number 55222, keyword ANGRY, all caps, A-N-G-R-Y, and I will send you a text about once a week. This is not a bot. This is directly from me. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training.